Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, I'm Andy Zaltzman and welcome to Top Stories, a show that revels in old news, as told on the Bugle podcast. Today we go back to May 2017 and Bugle issue 4030, featuring me, Alice Fraser and Al Murray. It was a week that had seen the awful Manchester terrorist attack, so after some reflection we gave the audience what they needed, the resumption of a horse tram service on the Isle of Man. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, before we get started on the show, uh, this has been in Britain another week in which terrorists have inflicted utterly pointless tragedy uh, on the innocent. It's been another horrifically depressing week. Uh, it was an act which, even within the moral compass of terrorism, a compass which points unerringly and unremittingly towards total <laughs> was utterly horrific. Um, the response, as the response always is, dignified, defiant and heartbroken. Alice, um, there, there's speaking been, of which... Speaking of which, <laughs> there was uh, certain columns in Australia as well that took, well, a kind of almost jauntily dickish response to this uh, to this story yes uh in no low too low news australian literary magazine editor roger franklin decided he was going to leverage the appalling tragedy into a petty political vendetta against q a which is a monday night light political de- debate program that airs on the abc so he wrote an opinion piece saying that had there been a shred of justice the manchester blast would have detonated in an ultimo tv studio Uh, because he wanted to punish the ABC for refusing to acknowledge the true causes of terrorism. And uh, I don't know, I contend that had there been a shred of justice, Franklin would have been sideswiped by a terrible case of colon evacuation and the time he spent in the toilet pooping out his dreams would have been just long enough to make him think twice. You know, maybe he'd think between spurts of hot rectal regret. Oh, you know what's not actually cool? Trivialising the murder of children by co-opting the weight of their senseless deaths to add force to a metaphor in a minor literary spat. 
and then he would have wiped his bottom and not suggested that lefties and moderate Muslims being on television should have been the rightful target of an incredibly wrongful attack. I don't know. Well, so Alex, the, so the shred of justice is doing a lot of work there for him, isn't it? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Alex, yeah, you, can, I mean, it's... You, can be reli- you can be reliably relied upon to uh, bring some spectacular bodily analogies to... <laughs> Basically, it's generally your, pretty much your first full sentence on each bugle you've been on has uh, rocketed right into the top five of... Uh, most uh, well, crudest things ever said on this show. Well, I'm sorry, I'm thought as, as very well spoken in Australia. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> the two are not mutually exclusive, <laughs> unquestionably. <laughs> I just think his, his dig is the equivalent of responding to a bad history report card by suggesting that if there were any justice, Ms. O'Brien would have been burned to death as a witch in Salem. It's just completely <laughs> disproportionate. And the Quadrant editor, so this is the magazine it was published in, he's a prominent historian, Keith Winshuttle. He's a former ABC board member and author of the charming 2002 book the fabrication of aboriginal history uh he told fairfax media when they asked for comment you're talking bullshit don't call back which is simultaneously a most charmingly australian and insanely douchey way to respond to a call for comment (laughs) well political campaigning has been suspended for most of this week um in the aftermath of what happened in manchester uh so we've decided to take a quick trip round some stories from around the world that might not have hit the global headlines beginning with this Top story this week. Isle of Man horse tram service resumes. That, Al, sounds like a cryptic crossword clue. No, it's... it's is a, it an actual it, fact? This is an actual news story. So the news is that the Isle of Man, well-known offshore tax area and motorbike holiday resort, has restored its horse taxi service. Now, that headline might in, in itself make you think, huh, they're heading back to the 50s before May wins the election. But no, actually, <laughs> it's due to a temporary hiatus and the normal horse tram service is being resumed. Right. So it's not that they've brought back a tram service. It's that they've, they've, they've had to stop the horse tram service while the horses, because the horses have been poorly. <laughs> Apparently, the service was suspended because the horse was suffering a respiratory problem. Though the way this story was written suggests why. The 140-year-old bay horse. Um, well, that's, that's, that's it right there. Give the horse a break. I mean, I got puffed out coming down the stairs to the studio, and I'm 49. That horse is dragging tourists around, so he must be puffed. Now, I think this might be a thin end of the wedge, planet of the horses warning sign. Important that the revolution, the uprising has begun. Horses have had to put up with our bullshit since the dawn of time. And of all places, for this uprising to begin, for symbolism to really kick in, the Isle of Man, where the horse revolution begins... Ponies and horses, donkeys joining together too. The three, the the three species of horse. I think that that's the three species of horse, isn't it? Right. Pony, yeah. donkey, and horse. Yeah. Uh, and rocking, she- rocking. Wait, rocking, wait, wait. Rocking. What about zebra? Zeb. I oh, know there's. <laughs> well, no, that's the forthcoming horse zebra war <laughs> that will o- occupy most of the third millennium. But um, um, I just this story. It's it's. Because have you been to the Isle of Man, Andy? I haven't. No. Yeah, no. And I've worked there a fair bit, and it's right. um, it's its own place. Is how I'm going to put it. Yes. Um, uh, Clarkson has a big house there. Um, they only gave up on birching quite recently. Um, all that sort of thing. So that there's a horse tram there isn't a, isn't su- a surprise. Isn't a surprise to be honest. Right. I mean, what else are they rocking over there? Like, is it the iron lung? I mean, I want to see some old stuff come back. I want to see the phonograph and the crossbow ballista and the telex. Like- <laughs> well, it's the, the, um, well. What I can tell you is the last time I went there in the window of one of the hotels or bars along the front in Douglas, there's, there was a great big gollywog-type 
item in the window. Right. So I don't know. They're dated at best. Date, yes, possibly. I mean, I've always had a wonderful time there. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I come not to. I come to praise the Elephant Man, not to bury it. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it, you know, I mean, although I do this retro aspect, like you're saying, Alice. I mean, asbestos. That's had a bad press, hasn't it? Yeah. It's bad in the long term, but in the short term, if your house is burning down. It's all about the negatives in the modern media, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go so far back to have some good outcomes. If we stapled phones back to the walls, you'd get fewer wankers texting in ta- traffic. And if we brought back trial by combat, a lot of people on Twitter would pull their f***ing heads in. <laughs> uh, the show I'm touring at the moment is called Let's Go Backwards Together. Yeah. Right, and I propose returning to the 50s, but with ABS power steering, plausible flat screen HDTV. Right, faster overrates in Test cricket. Yeah, well, yeah that, that, that's right on board. Exactly, exactly. Right on board. Exactly. And the thing is, the thing is, is it, that's the, I called the show that this time last year. Let's go backwards together. And the Tory manifesto last week was forwards together. And you think you fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> you you fuck us? You're ripping me off here. Yeah, well, um, forwards and backwards eventually meet. The, well, this the horseshoe theory of forwards and backwards. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Um, I'd be in favour of witchcraft trials coming back. Um, yeah. for, for the financial sector, though, because I, I think clearly, you know, white collar crime does not respond to the threat of conventional justice. No. Well, but, conventional you know, justice doesn't seem to carry through for white collar crime anyway. <laughs> that is true. But if they were just going to get chucked in a pond at the first sign of uh, misdemeanour, I think you'd, you'd you'd see them fill in their so tax returns more accurately. A big pond in the city of London. That, that'd be quite a good. Actually, that's that's. That's that's part of the utopia, isn't it? Right, right. there. I'm What's that sure like what if you're put- not shorting stock, you sink? Or- <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interestingly the the horse tram was first threatened with closure in January 2016 after making a, a more than a quarter of a million pound loss the previous year. I well, mean, they're paying these horses. <laughs> well, exactly. It's one of the first rules of economics: horse tram services don't grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> very hard to turn a big profit off the horse tram. It does suggest, I mean, the Luddites will rise again in their manually operated crank platforms. Um, the, uh, and maybe this is the Isle of Man's attempt to, uh, you know, it's a notoriously dangerous place for high-speed motorcycle racing. They have the TT races yeah. there amongst the most lethal sporting events. in the. Maybe this, the horse tram shows that they need to slow things down. I, I it think it could definitely be it. I mean, what, what's... What's interesting is is, is is it several it is several horses, and they've all got the same thing. And I right. really do think this is the horses going to f- <laughs> go on cough <laughs> like that. And they've they've been. I mean, this could be just horses swinging the lead. This is why I'm. <laughs> this is why I'm concerned that this is the beginning of Planet of the Horses. Right, because that is a legitimate concern. Yeah. Why, well, why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the last time I had a respiratory illness, I was a little horse. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> that pun is ten thousand miles away from us, <laughs> but I can still smell it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it seems almost not worth going on with the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, latest fitness bulletins coming through, not just re- respiratory issues from the uh, the Bay Horse Tramway Horse Squad, Rosie the Horse. Uh, tweaked a fetlock yesterday trying to outrun a bus. Proof that the uh, the, ho- the, uh, the tram service uh, st- can still cut it in the modern world. Petula the horse indigestion from overgrazing in between uh, shifts. They're very much overworked. These tram horses. I mean, it's fine if you're Thomas the Tank Engine. Now, if memory but... serves, you do an impression of a horse. Uh, don't you? <laughs> 
I didn't impress. Did I not just interview a horse, Al? I think you interviewed a horse. That's yeah, right. Yes, you inter- sorry, you didn't was, know. Yeah. Yes, you interviewed a horse. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can get one on for, for next week's show. <laughs> was that on your show he did that? Because I think he's done that on The Bugle as well. He, did it on my, he definitely did it on my show. We definitely had quite a long interview with the horse. Right. Um, the horse had lots to say as well. Um, uh, um, uh, it was like the horse was in the room with us. Yeah. For some of it. Well, I'm a, I'm a very searching interviewer on the... Uh, can I finish my fitness bulletin? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Absolutely crucial for uh, people betting on the uh, the horse the uh, horse tram races this weekend. Buster the horse. Done his back during rush hour when uh, they ended up with 50 commuters sitting on him. Um, champ the horse. He could be out of tramming for a month after electrocuting his mouth on the overhead cables uh, when on an exchange scheme with a tram from San Francisco. Uh, it didn't work out either way. Uh, the uh, uh, an Isle of Man horse tried to breed with the San Francisco tram, ended up with a metal pommel horse, which is uh, absolutely no use in gym. Are there any fancy trams in Melbourne, Alice? Am I right in thinking there's a dinner tram? Yes, there is a dinner tram for when you want to uh, simultaneously have a romantic meal and go round corners really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that narrows it down a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a very specific that, audience of yeah. tourist that's- chumps. Thank you. More tomorrow. Depending on when you listen to this, it might not be too late to get Bugle Christmas merchandise in the store. Go to thebuglepodcast.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you you, you must be so excited. Listen now.